All right, hello everybody again. So this episode, we're going to go over discontentment and being content. So on last Friday Fruit, we went through five different verses on contentment, and that's just going to lead into what we're going to be talking about today. So I'm just going to kind of share some issues, I guess, in my life and just kind of be transparent. This is definitely part of my testimony on discontentment, being content, where this has showed up in my life. And I would definitely say the one of the biggest areas that it's really shown up has been in my career. So I work as a nurse and I've always wanted to be a flight nurse. So that's kind of been a goal of mine for a really long time. And one of the prerequisites is the ER and the ICU kind of leading up to that opportunity. So the first job I actually was going to take when I was finishing school in Iowa was a job in the ICU. And I was so excited because I'm like, man, this is going to be an opportunity for me to get some experience before, you know, being a flight nurse. And I just thought, man, this is you know what it's going to take to kind of get on that journey. And so I was going to stay in Iowa, but then God had a very different plan. And I actually ended up going back home to Montana and worked on a surgical floor at Bozeman Health for a year. And that was one of the most amazing experiences I ever had. And so God was very sovereign in that moment. And I got to work with my aunt actually for a year, which was such a blessing because when I was a little girl, when I was seven years old, I actually ended up checking out um, Bozeman Health and it was Bozeman Deaconess at the time. And I shadowed my aunt. And after that day that my mom brought me to the hospital, I looked up at her and my mom remembers that day so vividly with sparkles in my eyes and was like, this was the day I knew Jess, you know, wanted to be a nurse. And I looked at her and I said, mom, I want to be a nurse. And of course, in my, you know, seven-year-old voice, my mom, you know, was excited and was smiling. But at the same time, you just, you know, never know what happens at that at that age so many things could change but it's just so cool to be able to be a nurse now um so god very much humbled me through that experience but it was one of the best departments i worked in so many team players and just very authentic and genuine personalities on that floor it was just such a great experience and i am so thankful that i went there because i'm not sure if i would have had that experience in iowa in the icu that i was going to work at And so I think it just really developed my character as a nurse and just how I approach people um, as patients. And so that was definitely, definitely an awesome experience. So I could have viewed, you know, that moment as discontentment, but it took me a little while to kind of figure out that was actually such a blessing in disguise. And then I decided after a year on the surgical, surgical floor, I actually wanted to relocate and move somewhere. And... I just thought, okay, you know what? One of the best experiences I can get, I know that has a really similar outdoor culture is Denver. Like I'm gonna go there, that's, you know, my plan. And God kept closing all of those doors for some reason, you know, and I was not sure, not sure why. And it's definitely become more evident as I've been living in Boise. I've been here for almost five years, but I was 
planning on when I moved to Boise. I was applying to St. Owls in the ER and then St. Luke's in the ER and then some step down telemetry and the ICU and then had some different opportunities open up, but not the ERs for St. Owls. And that's where I wanted to end up originally. And so they just um, weren't hiring any new nurses at the time being. And so I ended up looking into telemetry at St. Luke's and I'm like, man, this sounds like it's a really good company from what I've heard. And I, again, had an awesome experience on tele and it was so good to learn everything, cardiac, respiratory, um, just at a really good pace and to understand kind of the whole picture of a patient. A lot of times they were super sick. It was almost like a step down where, you know, they'd end up in the ICU, um, and so it was really, really good learning. And I met some awesome people on telly, some of my closest friends. So again, just developing my character as a nurse and, you know, where I didn't think or didn't want to be ended up being where I needed to be. And then it was again, after a couple years that I reapplied still through the St. Luke system and then ended up going down to the ER finally. And I was so excited for that opportunity and got a lot of experience with pediatric trauma, um, working with a lot of kids and then adult, you know, we would get heart attacks and strokes and we were certified in a lot of different things. And so we got a lot of really good experience in St. Luke's. And I think there I learned a lot of great a lot of great skills in the ER. Um, I think it was definitely where I developed just in probably in my skill set more so than anything in this department. Um, and so it just definitely was where I needed to be in those couple years. But I would say my transition now to where I currently am at is St. Al's downtown in the ER. And that was kind of my goal originally. And then made it over there technically as a local traveler um, and have just been working with a lot of adults and been doing like heart attacks again, strokes, um, and then more adult trauma here at this hospital. And I think just in this season, it has been the whole picture. It's been a lot of um, development with skills. I think it's been a lot of development as a nurse, a development in my character. And this is probably one of the biggest team player floors I've been on along with the surgical floor in Montana, probably the top two of the departments that I've worked at. And everybody's so willing to help out. Every time you go in a room, there's always something that's being done for your patient. And so one of the biggest goals that I have, and one of the biggest reasons why I've wanted to be a flight nurse is because I really want to take care of people in their most vulnerable moments. But I think just in those seasons and in this transition, and I think I'm actually seeing it probably the last six months more than I ever have, just a constant drive kind of for that next step. But I think this last six months has been a really big reminder of contentment for me. And, you know, when I really think about the department I'm in, the help I'm getting and just the encouragement I am to be a better nurse, I, I just, I kind of look back and I need to realize that I need to be content in those moments because that is such a blessing and not something you're always going to see on a floor. It's very, very rare to get that kind of department, honestly. And so I'm just learning to really be content in the season that I'm in. And, you know, as Philippians 4.11 says, learning to be content 
in the situation, in the circumstance that we are in. And that's kind of the last part of that verse. Also, one of the verses that we, again, went over with Friday Fruit. So if you want to touch back on that, those are some awesome verses. But um, the reason why contentment and discontentment, I think, was a big topic for this week was because I kind of view it as an umbrella sin to smaller sins. And that's been a big issue in my life. So discontentment, you know, especially in the last six months, like, I want to be a flight nurse. I want to be making those steps. And I definitely have been making those steps and have been talking to people about flying and definitely been getting prepared. But if it's not God's will, I need to be okay with that. But I also need to be just content in the season and content in the preparation for it. Um, And so those verses have been such an encouragement to me. And for me, Um, For a lot of those that know me, definitely have been anxiety ridden for a lot of different things, Um, can be, you know, very calm and very, you know, high stress situations, definitely an adrenaline junkie. But there are also times where anxiety, especially when it comes to my career in nursing can kind of get the best of me. Um, So a little part of my testimony is I was so anxious through nursing school. And that was one of the biggest issues that I had during that season of my life. And so much so that I worshiped truly nursing and the idea of being a nurse. It was like the thought of not being one absolutely devastated me. And so there was definitely times where even just testing was difficult because I was so focused on being a nurse and so focused on my performance that it almost... I just blocked my mind. And then when I would take tests, it was so much of a struggle because I was putting so much stress on every single test in all of those situations. And so God really taught me a lot of lessons, really pulled me back through that in a lot of ways. And I went through so many seasons where I was calling my family, calling my parents, calling a lot of my friends and just saying to them, nursing is not it. Like, this is not God's calling for my life. I'm quitting. It's done. And there were so many seasons where it was just um, what I considered devastating. But then God wanted me to be a nurse, but he needed to shift my focus and needed to shift the reason why I was going to become a nurse. And so discontentment for me has definitely led to a lot of anxiety. And so now even my career progression, I'm seeing it and it's affecting me physically. It's even affected like my gut health and that kind of stuff. And so it's just, it's an umbrella because it's minimizing and it's you trying to, as a human, get rid of control that God has in your life. And also being really anxious about the circumstance that you're in. And the devil, I will say, loves to see it loves to see you anxious because he knows that you're trying to be in control and it's just taking you back and steps back from your relationship with God. And the devil loves to see that. He wants that foothold. He wants to be influencing your life. And so this is just kind of an important reminder. I mean, reminder for me, obviously as well, not to let the devil win in these circumstances. So um, I just want to encourage you guys this week to go back through those verses of Friday fruit that are going through contentment. And I'm oftentimes finding myself going back through and just recycling through those verses. And so I'm just kind of letting it translate into that aspect of my life. 
and then kind of digging into a couple different topics as well. The reason, another reason why I wanted to talk about it this week was I've had a lot of people actually that are a little bit younger than me at our young adults group that I'm going to and just different, you know, friends that I've made really express a lot of concern about where they're at in their life as far as, you know, if they have a house, if they have the car they want, if they're traveling as much as they are at a certain age and they feel so much pressure and so much anxiety in their life that they are not in a certain place. And I just want to kind of speak to the social media part of this because I feel like that's where a lot of the influence is. You know, it's really easy for 20 year olds these days to go look at 30 year olds pages and go, wow, they're traveling. They have the car they want. They have the house they want. But you have to give yourself time and you have to be, you know, realistic with where you're at financially, with where your means are at um, in order to have some of those goals. And it's okay to work towards some of those goals, but it ultimately is about where is you know, your heart at in that circumstance, you know, why do you want the new car? Do you want it to show off to everybody or do you want it to have something efficient, um, for the reasons of, yeah, having something efficient that works for you on the road, you know, when you're driving, um, what's your idea behind having a house? Do you want that again to show off to your friends, to your family, or do you want it as an investment opportunity? That's been a big humbling thing for me. It's just definitely the ultimate goal, um, in my house is to kind of use it as like an investment, eventually. Um, and so just trying to be content and just wise in that and not using it and living in my house for the wrong, for the wrong reasons. And, um, I think just another thing too, is traveling that I'm seeing like a lot of people are traveling to different countries and they think they've had it made, but it's also, again, you know, where's your heart at in that circumstance? Why are you traveling to where you want to travel? Is it because, of somebody that you want to impress, you know, it all comes back to the motive and just doing a heart check. And believe me, I definitely need these all the time, especially in the world we live today where it's just such instant gratification. I can be so prone to that. Um, and you know, buying things just kind of as you see it instead of, okay, I need to think about why should I buy this? Or maybe let's, you know, look around for a while longer for a different house, making sure we get the house that we want, you know, that kind of thing. So I want to encourage you guys in the same way, if you're looking at your life, why is it that you're getting the things that you are? And you know, if it's a right motive, it's okay to use the blessings that God gave you. If you're serving, you know, um, him with your time, your money, whatever, whatever it is that you are, whatever it is that you're doing. So yeah, discontentment can really translate to a lot of areas in life. And it's something that obviously I need to be humbled with and learn a lot about as well and continue to learn about. So the biggest encouragement I have for you though at the end is just to say, you know, go to the word and talk to God about it and pray to God about it and ask him to change your heart, you know, change your motive, change Why you, if you know it's been a worldly perspective that you have, that God would shift it to a godly perspective. So I just want to encourage that for you this week. And then again, look back at those verses from Friday Fruit and just to kind of go through if you're ever having periods in your life of feeling that discontentment, really um, dig in. And yeah, I think those will definitely be helpful and hope hope to see you guys and hear from you guys on the next podcast.